Welcome to Open Source News Live. I am James, your host and your brother. Happy New Year. Big hug to all of y'all. Folks, uh, here's a public service announcement to parents and to grandparents, uh, aunts and uncles. You may already be aware of this, but just in case you're not, uh, insiders reporting that uh, parents are having a difficult time finding diapers for kids on the shelves. Uh, baby formula is still scarce, and now there's a shortage of children's medication, and it's leaving parents scrambling for care uh, for their kids. Now, there's three deadly things, if you will, that are permeating through the United States. Uh, one is the uh, is the virus. The second is this is the flu season, and third, RSV has made uh, kids sick, and there's been a skyrocket in demand uh, for you know, things like children's Tylenol, Motrin, Advil, and uh, big stores like Walmart, Walgreens, and CVS and Target uh, are having a hard time uh, keeping the supply in. The demand is that high. They're actually putting limits on it. So just putting that information out there uh, so you're aware. If uh, Johnny or little Jane uh, are getting the sniffles right now, you may not want to wait. You may want to check right now if you can get uh, the over-the-counter medication uh, that you're looking for. And uh, I want to start off with, uh, with this other very, very interesting article. Man, New York Times, when they when a, when a giant falls, man, they fall hard. Okay, first of all, I should be happy by this news. Uh, folks, I don't know if you can really see because there's no scale here. If you're new around here or you haven't mentioned me mentioned it, have, have heard me mention it a little while, it's always a little funny when I meet people uh, and they realize who I am. I can tell that they, many of them, are sometimes surprised about how short I am because there really is no, there's no scale here, right? You have no idea how this wall is made up, right? Uh, so I'm 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 five three, five four on a good day. So I'm obviously I'm a very short, petite uh, guy, and I should be celebrating this news coming out of the New York Times. They had an essay called. There has never been a better time to be short, okay? And this was by Mara Altman. And first of all, she's uh, like all haters. She starts to uh, to describe being tall or increased height as a wildly held fantasy of superiority that long ago should have been retired. I mean, this is the New York Times. They're now bashing tall people. Now, here is the bottom line. This has to do with, you know, population uh, concerns, this has to do with uh, folks worried about uh, uh, or pushing a green agenda. She said that short people are inher inherent conservationists because we consume less and are best suited for long-term survival. She goes on to say that her tiny children eat like gerbils and thus save money and food. But here it is. Uh, I'm already happily married for 26 years. My wife is also petite. It's It's funny. My wife and I, uh, were born less than two months apart. And I grew up in San Diego and she grew up in Mexico, but, uh, in her, in her, she's a young, she's a, she's a penultimate of six kids. There's a big age gap between her older siblings and her. So her siblings had immigrated to the United States to, to California. So my father-in-law had a uh, property in central and South, uh, in Southern and central Mexico. And then he bought property, uh, in, in the border area. So he could be close to his children. 
So there was a time when my wife was like literally on the other side of the border from San Diego, about, I don't know, 45 minutes away from uh, the border with San Diego. And I was in San Diego. We're 33 days apart and we're both the same size. Like my wife and I are the same exact size. Um, and I guess we're the cool kids now, according to the New York Times, because calls for mating with a short partner is an effective way to help the planet because it can decrease the needs of subsequent generations. <laughs> Except for our daughters, our boys are a lot taller than us. Good for them. They're not tall by any chance, but they're not 5'3", 5'4", that's for sure. Anyway, just the ridiculousness that's out there. Folks, I, I don't know, maybe this is a little therapeutic for me more than for you starting off with the, with, with that last uh, news article. I wasn't going to do a live. I was actually going to do a, a pre-recorded and have uh, Junior before he heads back to school. I dropped off one of our my other kids at the airport. Our, my kids are all in college. All four of my kids are in college. And, you know, they're in different states going to school and what have you. So it's always fun flying and getting kids and all that stuff. I feel blessed. Don't get me wrong. I feel blessed that my children are all in college uh, and doing well and healthy and what have you. The last story I think was a little bit more for me than for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, I didn't do a pre-recorded, edited episode that Junior Number 2 was going to work on uh, because I went to see my uh, my friend uh, Kirk uh, passed away this morning, and uh, the missus and I went to go see uh, his wife and come for her and, and be with her uh, folks. So that was unexpected. Well, he, he's been he's had cancer for a long time, so it wasn't expected that today he would pass. Um, so I appreciate you uh, joining him, he, me here on this live. Funny how things work. Just seems like just a few weeks ago, uh, he was uh, hanging out with me here, eating uh, tacos. Uh, something that Mrs. BCP, even though she's Mexican, hardly ever makes tacos, but uh, she had a taco bar and he came over and now he's no longer with us. And, and folks, for, for those of you that don't have Jesus and Christ in your life, change that. Change that. I, I, I Some of you folks get depressed and I, I get down too with just the negative news. But when you have Christ in your life, it puts things in perspective. It put things in, in, in perspective. So even though this, uh, this, worldly earthly life and, and and politics is crazy in the end we know how it ends uh and we know who our savior and king is i just want to say that so if you can remember um prayers for uh my dear friend uh irene uh, during this time it would be much appreciated such uh, are the seasons of life and we go on Folks, let me uh, let me tell you. I'm looking here at Cat Turd, who just two hours ago tweeted out on Twitter. I've never been throttled and hidden as much as I am right now on Twitter. It started a few weeks ago, and it's getting worse. Thousands of conservative accounts have reached out to me and said the same thing. Uh, what the hell is going on, Elon Musk? Did I fart or something? Well, I tried to like that comment, but I'm still suspended for no reason from Twitter. Supposedly, they're going to figure out the backlog in the next uh between now and the end of june uh, january excuse me but i wonder if that means if i'll even still be throttled as if i'm already throttled on this platform okay folks uh let's talk about what's going to happen tomorrow some exciting things i'm looking forward to reporting tomorrow uh coming out of dc uh bob good one of the five vocal people against mccarthy was on um the uh fox news 
And as I covered this morning, Fox News is chilling hard for the establishment. I mean, like they're personally offended. So here we go again. Uh, this is Representative um, Bob Good on Kevin McCarthy being Speaker of the House on Fox News just um, earlier today. And what? Now you don't want to play? Doesn't want to play the clip now. Isn't that amazing? Come on, Fox News. I just played this clip. I teed it up a second ago. No problem. My first question to you, sir, because you're one of the five, is there any scenario under which you could support and vote for Kevin McCarthy? No, I won't be voting for Kevin McCarthy tomorrow. He's part of the problem. He's not part of the solution. He's part of the problem, not part of the solution. Love it. You go, Bob Good. I'll be following the will of my constituents, the voters of Virginia's 5th District, who hundreds of which have told me over the past couple of years not to support Kevin McCarthy. What I told them uh, when I started my first term two years ago is I would judge him by what he did as minority leader, and there's nothing he's done to earn my vote. There's nothing that indicates to me that he's going to change his pattern since he's been in leadership where he's part of the swamp cartel. He's the part of the swamp cartel. We need more Bob Goods, Matt Gates. Uh, and others uh, opposing Kevin McCarthy. But folks, they have a plan. I want you to listen. I want you to listen how mad Fox News is that anyone would dare oppose the swamp. The reason uh, on the Republican side why we passed massive omnibus spending bills like just got rammed down our throats by Republicans in the Senate, he was part of that in leadership uh, since he's been in leadership over the past eight years. Uh, there's nothing about Kevin McCarthy that indicates that he will bring the change that's needed to Washington. For yeah. You, there, there's a, a quote, I can't remember who is attributed to, but those who study business and personal development and success uh, knows that you can't solve a problem with the same mindset that caused the problem or something of that sort, right? Kevin McCarthy is part of the swamp. You can't drain the swamp with the swamp. It's going to be just more of the same. And more of the same is not winning bigger in the house for obvious reasons. And for uh, part of that reasons is, Kevin McCarthy torpedoing people who are MAGA in America first. It's all about power with Kevin McCarthy. And, of course, uh, not stopping the omnibus bill in the House. Plus a slew of other swampy things that Kevin McCarthy has done over the last few years, which we've covered, I wouldn't say ad nauseum, but we have definitely covered on this program. That's needed to the Congress, or he'll bring the fight, fight against the Biden Schumer agenda, and represent the interests of the voters who sent us to Washington to bring real change. The congressman. Yeah, he's not going to fight against the Schumer, McConnell, Biden agenda. And then here we go. Here's the um, I can't. I don't know what's the name of this. Uh, let's see who's the name of this um, this person. Uh, I don't know the name of this person who's interviewing him. Oh, uh, uh, Griff Jenkins, Frank, uh, Fox News anchor Griff Jenkins. He's the one uh, interviewing. Listen, listen to him go to the bat for the swamp. Fox News sucks. All right, let's, let me get back to this. You wrote in an op-ed that we must elect a speaker who will pursue a true conservative policy agenda. So if it's not Kevin, who would you vote for? Well, what we'll do is we'll... It's the same false narrative from this morning that McCarthy's the only one. McCarthy's the only one that can do it. What you vote for? 
Well, what we'll do is we'll block Kevin. There'll be, uh, I, I suspect, 10 to 15 members will vote against him on the first ballot tomorrow uh, that will vote for Andy Biggs. Uh, but then I think you'll see on the second ballot uh, an increasing number of members vote for uh, a true uh, candidate who can represent the conservative center of the conference, can motivate the base, inspire Republicans across the country, get country, get to 218 votes, bring our conference together to fight against the uh, radical Democrat agenda, the most extreme so, agenda so, we've so, ever wait, seen. Wait, let me stop you there. Who is that name? We, we, here we are in the 11th yeah. hour. There are no names. Give me a name. It's not a Griff Jenkins. Oh, give me a name. 11th hour. We not want to know. We're Fox. We want to know. Listen to Bob Good's answer. He knows who the enemies are, both within and without, meaning within the Republican Party and within supposedly conservative news punditry. Amy Biggs. Amy Biggs isn't going to win. I'm going to resist for a few more hours what I have resisted for the last several weeks because, as you know, if we were to put forth a name right now over the last few weeks, that person would suffer all the attacks and retaliation and all the Just when you don't have a name. I mean, does it, what leader? Griff, you'll see that name tomorrow on the second ballot. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Fox News is chilling so hard for Kevin McCarthy. You think that they were the new MSRNC? I mean, Griff Jenkins, here we are. Uh, see, I didn't watch Fox News enough. I mean, I recognize his face, but I didn't even know his name. Um, freaking controlled opposition. He says, give us a name, give us a name. But he, listen to what he said. He said, we've got someone that people will vote for Andy Biggs on the first go around, but it's not Andy Biggs. It's someone that can do it. I think that person is Jim Jordan. That name's already been floated by Matt Gates um, and others that I, that I uh, this morning, I, I played that those different clips for you. Can't be Matt Gates. He's he's had these uh, th these witch hunts like President Trump or what have you. But Jim Jordan is doesn't come off as like that Trump guy. Just comes off as a solid conservative, and he's a fighter, and he's a winner, and he's got it. I think it's going to be Jim Jordan. I can't wait to cover this tomorrow. I really can't. Members will vote against him on the first ballot tomorrow uh, that will vote for Andy Biggs. Uh, but then I think you'll see on the second ballot uh, an increasing number of members vote for uh, a true uh, candidate who can represent the conservative center. The a true a true person that can represent conservatives. Conference can motivate the base. Motivate the base. Fire Republicans across the country. Fire up Republicans across the country. That sounds like Jim Jordan to me. Get country get to 218 votes bring our conference together to fight against the uh, radical Democrat agenda, the most extreme agenda we've ever seen. Wait, let me stop you there. Who is that name? We, we, here we are. Now here, here we are, 11th hour, tell us the name. But what's very important where Bob Good says he didn't release the name and why. I'm not going to resist for a few more hours what I have resisted for the last several weeks because, as you know, if we were to put forth a name right now over the last few weeks, that person would suffer all the attacks and retaliation and all the Just threats. Just you don't have a name. I mean, does it, what leader? Griff, you'll see that name tomorrow on the second ballot. You, you don't have a name? Literally, a member of Congress is telling him, look, we've got a plan on the second vote to introduce our person. Well, how come you didn't tell us? Because you would have destroyed that person. You are the swamp. You are part of the problem, Fox News. You would have destroyed this person. So I'm going to resist telling you this person because we've, we've had this plan for a couple weeks. And then Griff Jenkins, just like the people did this morning on Fox and Friends when I played it for you, they're trying to fight back against true conservatives. Saying, you don't have nothing. No, Fox News, you guys have diddly squat. Including uh, very few viewers, relatively. You're being you're beating CNN and you're beating MSNBC. Okay?
That's like uh, some tea person happy that they're setting new records in women's sports. It's not really uh, something to, uh, uh, it's a bad example, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, just, it's, it's not something to brag about is what I'm trying to say. And they're protecting this person so they wouldn't be very smart move, very smart move by the conservative caucus here. But then you have people in the swamp. Once again, he said, uh, he says, if you would have put forth a new name, that person would have suffered personal attacks over the last few weeks. Then you've got Nebraska Rhino Congressman Don Bacon, who just said the quiet part out loud, folks. Just said the quiet part out loud. What did he say? Well, it's Kevin McCarthy or a Democrat. That's right. Bacon this morning wrote an editorial at the Daily Caller. Um, it's called Big Ten Ideas at Daily Caller. Representative Don Bacon. If McCarthy's speaker bid fails, Democrats, Democrats might have to be part of the process. The swamp is going to swamp. Bacon this morning wrote this editorial defending his support for his fellow Rhino McCarthy and bashing conservative holdouts. He makes crystal clear he will lead the Rhino charge to sideline the McCarthy holdouts, citing his military service as inspiration. Folks, I'm sorry. I love my vets. But military service is not just an automatic inspiration. When I get to that news uh, here in a bit, you know what I'm talking about. Quote, I led a squadron during the invasion of Iraq, commanded five times, deployed four times, and played team sports. Teams win, and we cannot allow a handful of people to hold the Republican conference hostage and destroy the team. Well, listen, listen here, Don Bacon, you rhino bastard. We can't allow, keep allowing you establishment swamp creatures, you warmongers, and closet Democrats in drag to destroy the Republican conservative movement. You are the problem especially when you're blocking the solution. Bacon goes on to extol McCarthy's virtues throughout the essay. He credits McCarthy for the GOP winning the House majority and raising record amounts of money. Money, money, money. That's all these greedy bastards care about. Please like, share, and subscribe. And please don't forget to check out our other YouTube channel, our sister YouTube channel, The BCP Report. The link is down below. Also, our other show, you can catch it at therealbcp.com or bcpextras.com. Ridiculous. But check this out. Reports are coming in that despite he has 10 to 15 GOP representatives who are not going to vote for him tomorrow, and he has no path to 218 as of this moment, he has reportedly moved into the Speaker's office. Wow. Uh, Kevin McCarthy has moved into the Speaker's office. Oh, wow. Wow. Hey, fake it till you make it, right? All right, folks, this is coming from uh, uh, Bob Acosta, Robert Costa over at uh, CBS News. Uh, Check this out. Check this out. A Colorado... Attorney, let's see, did I get this all? Yeah. All right, let me just read this to you. Colorado Attorney Kevin Evans says, the Biden Department of Justice is hiding hundreds of documents on gifts Joe and Hunter Biden 
received from China. Wow. Wow. All right. First of all, we talked about it on this program. Um, was it last year? Maybe it was the year before because we're in 2023. So I'm going to be a little mixed up on the years here. Uh, that the CF, CEFC, China Energy Company chairman, gave Hunter Biden a 3.1 carat diamond that he said was worth 10000 uh, but it was estimated to be closer to 100000 like about 80000 plus. We already have tons of evidence uh, against him. Here's the New York Post. DOJ hiding hundreds of Hunter Biden, James Biden records, lawyers claim. Today, a Colorado lawyer says the Justice Department is concealing hundreds of potentially responsive documents and trying to hide these documents about gifts received from first son Hunter Biden and his uncle James Biden from contacts in China, Russia, and Ukraine. Wow. Kevin Evans sued the Justice Department in March after he said the agency failed to comply with his Freedom of Information Act request for records about the overseas business relationships of Joe Biden's son and brother. Evans said he sought documents pertaining to any relationship, communication, gifts, and or enumeration in any form from China, Russia, or Ukraine. He said lawyers from the federal government admitted in court to have at least 400 pages of potentially responsive documents, but are now saying they can neither confirm nor deny whether the records exist. Oh, we've got 400 that could possibly be uh, relevant to this request, but we cannot uh, confirm nor deny that they actually exist. What? They eventually produced about 60 pages of documents that were all letters from senators and congressmen asking about hunters and letters from DOJ back. Then towards the end of the last year, they said, well, we have these 400 pages of potentially responsive documents. We need to review them. After a few months, Evans of the government came back with neither conform nor deny response, and he hasn't gotten anything. He initially filed that request in November of 2020. That's when the Hunter laptop uh, came out and the post broke wide open uh, the month before about the Hunter Biden laptop. Wow. The swamp is going to do what the swamp is going to do. Wow. All right. We got more though. We got more. Oh, uh, also looking here at, uh, uh, at uh, Bob Costa. Um, I don't know if anybody hear this. How was it productive? In so far as that it was brief. I'm sure I could. Okay. So this is uh, Matt Gates. Um, Robert Costa over at CBS retweeted. This actually came from uh, Haley uh, Haley Talbot. Um, But it's a clip here of Gates coming out of a brief and productive meeting with Mark Carthy. And uh, he's saying uh, over again that he is a firm no against McCarthy. And they ask him, well, how do you say it's productive? And he's got Lauren Berbert right next to him. And Lauren Berbert laughs, man, she must be really tiny. I don't know. How tall is Matt Gates? Lauren Berbert looks like she might be shorter than me. Like, once again, I am... Not very tall, but I'm good for the planet Earth and good for my wife. My wife is good for me. Uh, she's excellent for me. Just want you guys to know, fo- folks, one of the reasons why I am so happy despite all of this craziness is one, Jesus in my life. Find your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, folks. I know this is not a religious channel, but I'm feeling a little bit more tender toward 
uh, my Lord, given uh, the death of my friend today. Yesterday, I attempted uh, the baptism of, uh, of a sister from Nigeria. And actually, my friend Kirk, who passed away, he asked me to baptize him last year. He accepted Christ in his life, and uh, I had the honor of baptizing him. And, uh, and, you know, and now he's not with us. But I know what happens in the hereafter. All of this won't matter then, but it matters now to me because I have children and future grandchildren. And I want them to be able to have a semblance of the America that I so love and cherish that has allowed me to have a fabulous life. I want my children to have the same thing. Anywho, Matt Gates said that the uh, meeting was productive because he was brief. He, he's, still, he's still a hard no on McCarthy. Tomorrow is going to be some fireworks for sure. I will probably be covering it in the late edition. Okay, folks. Uh, so the DOJ is hiding hundreds of Hunter Biden, James uh, Biden records. The swamp is going to do what the swamp is going to do. Now we uh, have uh, this interesting, very, very interesting news. Um, this is uh, thanks to 100% Fed Up. It's exclusive from them. Bombshell today. Attorney representing Ray Epps, a Fed. Democrats and the crooked DOJ have gone out of their way to protect the MAGA hat wearing Ray Epps, but the question just won't go away. Who is Ray Epps and what was his role on January 6th and the days preceding the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol? Okay, so now we uh, have this. We have that the um, attorney representing Ray Epps was an FBI agent for nine years. Very, very interesting. Uh, trying to get to that. Uh, well, newly the newly released transcript from the January 6th Great Hunt Committee interview with Epps showed that when asked why he had why why he said he could be arrested, Epps falsely claimed that he was trying to protect the Trump the Trump supporters from Baked Alaska, who he accused of trying to incite violence. Okay, we've seen the video. In the video, Big Alaska, the first person to begin shouting Fed when Epps encourages everyone to go inside the Capitol on January 6th. The transcript shows Epps and his son have no memory of Epps being called a Fed. Epps continually claims that his J6 role was only trying to protect the police when on the night of J5, he publicly advocated for the people to go into the uh, into the Capitol. Shortly after Epps was asked to have his counsel introduce himself, stating his name for the record, Mr. Blishak identified himself saying, yes, my name is John W. Blishak, and I will be representing Mr. Epps throughout the course of this investigation. Well, John and Andrew Blishak's website reveal that they are father and son uh, who practice law together. And we find out that Mr. Blishak worked for the FBI as an agent for nine years. Where, interestingly enough, he ended up being a Maricopa County prosecutor and then going into private practice. Isn't that interesting? I'm sure there's nothing to see here, but we're, just think about it. FBI at Twitter, FBI, former FBI. He was FBI for nine years. That's a, a you know, it's a considerable amount of time. And in now very swampy Maricopa, I'm not going to make him guilty by association, but isn't that interesting that Ray Epps's uh, attorney was an FBI agent for nine years? And we've covered recently here how they are treating uh, uh, Ray Epps. They're giving him the, uh, the, the, the silk glove treatment.
All right, folks, I don't want to go because it's late as uh, long as I did in our previous episode, but we've got some huge treason coming out of the military and I'll cover that in the next episode. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Please receive a big hug. Happy New Year. Uh, please uh, pray for uh, my friend uh, Irene uh, during this uh, hard time. She's got she's in her life. She knows where her husband is, but it doesn't make it any easier. Uh, and, you know, at the very beginning, just missing uh, your life partner. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, like, share, subscribe, and please check out our other programs. The links to everything are down below.